And thank you all much. God bless you. Even way back there in the corner, God bless you, Ava. <laughs> I, I don't see you as brightly as I normally do because that light's out back there. And every day I come to pray, I think I need to change that light. So I'm going to remember it now because I, I can't see your beautiful face as much as I normally do. Would you turn in your Bibles to Psalm chapter 30? And um, we're going to read this in just a few minutes. But I wanted to tell you about a few things that this week is going to require of us um, on behalf of the Lord. Tonight, we're going to gather at 530 for our normal prayer class. And then we're going to come in for this last Sunday night of the year, a Peretz Sunday night. And we're going to give thanks to God for the way that he has blessed our house and this gap that God has called us to stand in. And we're also praying for our country and for particularly a specific region of our country, the tri-state area of West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania, where God is going to be leading us uh, in June. And we, uh, beginning last month, embarked on a sequence of seven months of prayer emphasis for this gathering. And last month we talked about spirit of judgment and burning, but this, this week we're talking about grace. It's not, that's what I wrote in my calendar. It's not true. Well, we can do wheel within the wheel because remember the great teachings on the seven spirits where the wheel within the wheel, they coordinate. You have grace and glory in God. So anyway, however you want to pray, we're going to pray for that tonight. And uh, we're, going to believe for, um, we're going to believe for God to prepare that place. And with that, I also want you to lift up um, Sister Pam Scott, who has been battling um, a visitation of cancer in her body, and she is um, she's undergone a surgery, and she's undergoing uh, radiation treatment. But that's not stopped her from continuing to minister and to gather people to pray. And uh, God is really using her. And I I just declare with you that the Lord is breaking this assignment of physical attack uh, off of her body and that not only is she going to walk in total health and freedom uh, she's doing that now and that she is going to be a vessel of healing to all who God leads to her and I've noticed over the past few months particularly that um, not only in this house, but in the lives of many of the other saints, there have been very odd oppositions coming. Um, and I believe they're orchestrated by the enemy to try to stop the momentum, to try to stop the flow of what we are called to do uh, as, a, as a partner in grace with God, especially going into this year that is so ripe with fruit that we can already see. And um, I, over the past number of days, have been um, coming against this 
unclean instance that would try to break um, the spirit of infirmity that would try to break momentum. And, and I stand with all of you and proclaim that this thing is broken, that God is arising and this enemy is scattering. Where the enemy has tried to come in one way, he has to flee in seven. And we proclaim liberty from this plague. And I know prophetically we prayed for individuals uh, earlier, and we have to be, receive, you, you, you have to be free in order to give. And I, I speak over all of you again, that health and life, you know, and, and I speak that God would well up within you uh, a, a prophetic unction to stand and break this thing that is trying to slow down the people of God. Amen? And, and with that, I, um, I really believe that this week we need to be doing like Anna did. We need to be offering specific directive fasts, and we need to be hearing from God in a prosuke, because remember from last week, that's what Anna did in preparing for the Lord. And um, I, I believe that, that throughout this week, God's going to say, hey, fast this, or fast for this meal, or, or, or you know, he's going to direct you. And I, I don't, I, there is a fast I'm going to ask you and the network to participate in later this week, but we're all sons. You're mature sons and daughters of the Most High, and God wants to direct you. And, um, you know, I, I haven't felt a burden to fast like I felt over these past, this past month. I haven't felt it like this since when this all began back in 1996. And, and I know that there is a, there's a revolutionary breakthrough coming in our, in our, in our ministry that as when we look back on it, we're going to say, just as God changed us and birthed this saints network, this calling of the saints back in 1996, so this time frame has launched us into something new that we've not even imagined. And God is going to promote. He's going to take us further. He's going to cause you to take steps into a higher place in Him. Why? Because He needs you there. The signs of the times are all around us. And we, we cannot lead people into places that we've not walked in. We have to pioneer apostolically. And so I believe that this is a season of fasting. And I believe that God is doing that to work meekness in us so that we can believe for greater measures of victory over iniquity. And I also believe that it is preparing this, these vessels for the new wine. Uh, and uh, any time Jesus spoke about a new thing, whether it was a new garment or new, new wineskins or uh, welcoming the new, he always, he always spoke of fasting in the midst of it. So remember, fasting is not begging God. Fasting is, is really asking God to work and develop meekness within us and to let us be sensitive to what, he, what he's wanting to do so that we don't miss the moment or miss what we need to be uh, because the foreskins of our heart are not circumcised. 
And so we need to be sensitive and we need to, to, to bring forth uh, creativity that God wants. We need to do that. So I ask not just for this week, but as we go through this, this new year to stay transition, be sensitive to the Lord and do whatever he would ask you to do in the way of fasting and prayer. Um, Tuesday, we'll be having Saints Radio. Uh, there will not be a Wednesday night service as that's New Year's Day. But we will be having, um, you know, the church, you can come here and pray on uh, whenever you would like. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be here uh, praying and you're welcome to come and pray. But let's make this a very personal time of expression before God, knowing that it is, it is a partnership with Him. And seems like those types of things have been being said all morning, and I'm very, very grateful for that. God's continuing this prophetic flow. Um, this coming Saturday is first Saturday. It's the first Saturday of the new year. Um, it's the month of the apostle for us, and uh, it's the beginning of this year of uh calendrical year of wisdom and so we're going to be sending out a directive to our network family for first Saturday as we always do but I'm going to ask that the members of this congregation and as many who would like to do this uh, with us let's let's specifically fast that morning Saturday morning and when we come here to pray Let's, let's come in here with a, a devotion and a commitment to welcome his wisdom and to do that with the saints around the world. You know, on these first Saturdays, there are nations that are joining with us. And um, they, take it, they take it very seriously. And I, I have to admit, <coughs> as being here, I think, these folks across the waters, they, they take it more seriously than we in the United States do. I, I think, um, you know, it's kind of like the plumber's kid. You know, we, we take a lot of things for granted. We're faithful. I'm grateful for the faithfulness of our, of our people. But these directives come, and, man, uh, these other nations, they embrace them and so just know that when we come, we're going to be joined by a great number of folks from around the world at the throne of God. And I do believe that that point of tangible expression of fasting is something that God has asked for. And it's, you know, you can fast the whole day if you want. I mean, I'm just trying to make it easy for, for you all. And, um, but you can fast the whole day. You can fast from Friday into that day if you want to. And, uh, but specifically though if everybody could fast that morning uh, that would be great and um, let's make this prayer time on the first Saturday something that will uh, please the heart of our father and um, I know that that's going to be the case so we are here at the table of the Lord this table of good the good grace of God and how fitting is it for us to uh, make this transition by coming before him to commune with our Father. And I, I was directed to a passage of Scripture, as I suggested earlier, in, in Psalm 30. And I'd like for us to read um, these first eight verses, and then um, 
let's consider what the Lord says through, uh, through David. I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and hast not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Sing unto the Lord, O ye his saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. For his anger endures but a moment, but in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And in my prosperity I said, I shall never be moved. Lord, by thy favor thou hast made my mountain to stand strong. Thou didst hide thy face, and I was troubled. But I cried unto thee, O Lord, and unto the Lord I made supplication. This is, uh, this is quite a statement. It was at the dedication of the house of David. And um, I think it's, it's a word for us, particularly verse 4. The saints need to give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. And I know we, we have already prophetically begun this this morning. But uh, as we come before this table of communion, and as we, com we, we sit with our Father or lay on our face before him, I want to give you the opportunity to personally, as a saint, bring to remembrance the ways that he has provided for you, the ways that he has delivered you, the ways that he has opened doors for you individually and as, as, as a saint's nation. We've had a triumphant year incredible strides forward in partnership and in adding to the great army of intercessors that God is building around the world. And uh, one of the things that I have learned, and I know you know this, is the value and the power of thanking God not, uh, from our hearts, meditating upon His goodness and expressing our appreciation and expressing our remembrance of the things that he has done and um, that that is such an important thing that we should do as individuals just as a token of our integrity but it's it's also something that is essential for the foundation upon which we launch into the new if we do not set the framework of thanks we will not be able to fully go forward in the fields of praise. If we do not establish firmly the foundation of what God has given us and done and truly express that to Him, we will not position ourselves for what is coming because that's just these are just the ways of God. Now, I know that in the New Testament, uh, the, the thanks is thrown around a lot, and it really is it's translated it, it grace is translated as thanks in a way that really in some ways robs us from an understanding of what true thanks is um, you know for instance when the table of the Lord and he took the bread and he gave thanks you know that's that's really a proactive thing it is a 
it is a it is an expression of grace and an expression of the of the full word of God to go forth and very little of it has to do in that context with looking back I think the table of the Lord is looking forward and um, it's based upon our gratitude and our appreciation so for us today if we want to set ourselves in motion for this wisdom that has been spoken of over and over again and it is the timing of the Lord and it is the ways of God and it is what God wants to do we I believe that we uh, from the Lord we really do need to come before God and open our heart and pour out our expressions of remembrance and appreciation and heartfelt um, gratitude for what he's done. And, you know, there's another factor in that, too, because when we do this, it, it causes us to remember. And it causes faith to be stirred in us that God has not failed us, that God has led us forward, that God has provided, that God has delivered. And we're so often ready to move uh, at warp speed into the next thing that sometimes we forget the pathway of righteousness that God has prevailed for us over and over again. And so it's good to, to put him in remembrance. Put me in remembrance, God says. Not that, he, not that he would ever forget, but that he wants you to remember at his face what he's done. And so this is, a very, this is a very important concept in sonship. And um, I know that today God specifically said, <laughs> oh, I want to spend time with my children reminiscing. It's not an old Lang Syne thing, but reminiscing of the great victories that we've won. And you know what? There's another factor here too. That's what sons do. That's what truth and sonship does. In the seven spirits of God, when the victory has been won, when the ways of God have been fulfilled, that seventh day, that Sabbath rest, is a time when the sons come together and they rejoice at what God has done. And that sets the stage for the going forth into the new. And so we as his sons, both here in this house and in the houses of the saints that are joining with us today, we, we come and we reflect joyfully at the great victories God has won. You know, I, as your pastor, I look around this room and I, I, I see the favor of God on you. And I, I remember things that God has done for you in this past year and in the past couple of years. Ways that 10 years ago you would never have imagined things would materialize, not just working out, but triumphantly working out. That's the good gift of your Father. That's, that's from Him. He loves you. And I, I really do think that it it does us good as sons to express our love to him and our appreciation, but also to stir up our faith in remembrance and also to position ourselves uh, in, in principle, 
by, by divine principle to lay that foundation of thanks, to lay that foundation of meditating on the good things of God, and from that firmness be ready to go forth, to be launched forward by the Spirit of God. And I wonder about what, uh, what role that had in the upper room leading into Pentecost. Now, we know that they were offering, they were fasting and they were offering prosuke. We know that they were in supplication type of prayer. They were waiting for the promise of the Father. But I have no doubt that they were reflecting on the things that God had done. I have no doubt they were reflecting on the cross. They were reflecting on the resurrection. They were reflecting on the ascension. They were reflecting on those things that Jesus had done with and through and to them in those three and a half years that he walked with them and the things that he taught them after his ascension in those weeks before, well, before his ascension, in the, those weeks leading up to that, that place outside of Bethany where he went up into the clouds. I know that they were reflecting. And um, we, we must offer this to the Lord, not as a matter of principle only, but because this is something that he strongly stirred my heart to bring to you as it's not really a directive it's an invitation from him and we've been having a lot of those lately the father has made himself real to a very no it's not a good way that's not a good way to say it. he's always real he has manifested himself in tangible ways in these past weeks the father has this is his house and he, he, this is his footstool, and he is inhabiting the praises of his people, and he is moving about this place in such, a, such an incredible way. It's like the days of Ezekiel. It's like the days of Isaiah. In the, in the year that Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. Um, he, he is inhabiting this place. And um, so this is, this is his most recent invitation. And so as we come and as we receive this, this bread and this cup, remember that it's a table of grace. And remember that it is equipping you for what's coming. And um, God has worked a lot of ministry in your life and through you already this morning. But this, this table of communion is, is a fitting end to, uh, to the great victories that we've known already today. So I speak blessing over each of you, and I, I want to say a word of thanks to all of you for your faithfulness to the Lord uh, in this past year and to His mission. And I want to thank our Saints Network family for being such an example to each other and to us as, as intercessors and as triumphant warriors and as those who don't, don't give up. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a great blessing to walk through this year of grace. It's been unlike any other we've known. And I want to thank you for your faithfulness and for uh, your fidelity to the calling that God has given us. So as... Um, and, and I do want to thank the Father as well in, 
in the presence of everybody for the way you have guided us and the way you have delivered us, the way you've provided, the way you've led us through some very challenging waters, but yet you brought us through. And thank you for what's coming, for the, for the visions that have been given about what's ahead. And so I end by saying uh, a verse that, um, a couple of verses at the end of Psalm 23 that God has just been reiterating to me over and over and over and over again. And that God is anointing your head with oil and that your cup is running over and that as you go forth of a surety, goodness, that tobe of the Lord, and mercy, that commune with him, is going to follow you all the days of this coming year. And it's going to follow you because that's what you're going to be demonstrating and that's what you're going to be teaching and that's what the disciples that God leads you to are going to be employing. And we know that we're going to dwell in the house of our Father according to his plan, Yahweh, forever. And that's our portion. So I could go on, but that's it. So let's, uh, let's proclaim over this table that it will fulfill everything that our Father has wanted to do today. And we thank you, Father, for sending Jesus to be our elder brother, to be the firstborn of many sons, to be the king of saints. And we thank you that we are now his body, and we thank you that the sprinkling of his blood is a, an, an indomitable, a formidable um, strength and weapon in the kingdom. And Lord, as we come before this table, I pray that you would do in us what we need to have done, but season this time of reflection in the way that you have ordained, because you have asked for this, Father, and we're so grateful. We thank you, and we declare all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, let's come, and let's, uh, let's partake and spend time with him.